0: Hello, I'm Deidre Powell, Director of Communications for the Natomas Unified School District. We are getting closer to the start of the school year on August the 27th and we are going to continue to provide families with helpful tips and tools to prepare for the new school year in distance learning. So today our focus is going to be on the social emotional supports and resources we have for students and specifically how students and parents can still access them in distance learning. I have the social-emotional supports team with me to talk about it. Welcome Carol Swanson, Earl Paveo, and Anthony DiMardo. How are you guys doing? Hey, hi, good. How are you? Good. Hello. Busy. <laughs> As all three of you. So tell me, how are we helping students to become connected to their school community?
1: Well, it's been a big transition. Kids are home alone and families are feeling kind of isolated. And so our goal has been to do whatever we can to reach out and connect. We've had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of phone calls, reaching out to families, checking in, making sure they're okay, seeing if they need supports. We have uh, resources on our website that we're directing folks to if it's um, if it's more of a social support, if it's more of a, hey, here's it. some of our foster homeless families, they need Ooh, they need housing. They need um, activities for kids. So we're directing them to those, those opportunities, but, but really also physically checking with them on the phone. Uh, how are you doing? What can we do to, to help? Because we can't all of a sudden be back in the same place. So we need to still be connected uh, verbally, emotionally, get on the Zoom and check in. We, we, did, we ran enrichment workshops all summer in terms of virtual, small groups, kids getting on with our clinicians and doing mindfulness activities, doing social skills, um, just sharing what's going on in the world and talking about things. A um, lot of really cool stories about how students really enjoy just getting on and seeing somebody else and, and reacting through this virtual platform. I know Anthony put something on our website, kind of uh, gathered some resources for a what he called a calming room. You want to talk really quick about what that is, Anthony? Yeah,
2: and, and actually it was an idea that came up from our um, school psychologist group, and um, I just ran with it and and had them um, get a group together that formed this uh, website that really in- incorporates uh, mindfulness activities, some um, yoga, different um, sounds and calming, calming sounds, and animal videos, and it's really, the purpose of it is really just a place where um, students um, and even adults can can access some of the things in there uh, just as a decompression, just to just to relax if they're feeling anxious. They have a lot of activities that, that are really going to help the, the kids and even adults.
0: So how can they um, resource, I mean, how can they access that? That sounds like a great tool, something I can, I can see myself using as well. Where can um, parents find that?
2: So we've actually put the the virtual calming center in each of the school's digital backpack. So when you're on our main website, you're going to see this big yellow thing that says digital backpacks. And when you click on that, every single one of the school sites in there will have a virtual calming room that's located right under the um, social emotional support resources.
0: You know, I actually took a sneak peek just now, and I saw that you have like yoga and meditation Mm -hmm. um, just different tools that will, um, help not just students, but parents as they are the ones who are being it right there with them, supporting them.
2: Yeah. You know, and one of the resources that is really cool in there is if you go to the social, I think it says social skills or social emotional library, and it actually has books that are read aloud for the kids that are all on all kinds of different social emotional uh, topics. And the, the, website is broken down between elementary age students and high school age students so it's really relevant for all of our all all ages
3: cool oh hey Deidre I'd like to talk a little bit about looking forward and the coming school year Um, other ways we're helping students and families stay connected Um, we have hired eight social workers as you all know Um, one of them specifically for our foster and homeless kids And those social workers are assigned specifically to school sites. So they're there to help build that community. And then in addition, the morning meetings that will be happening every day um, is another way for the teachers to help the students build that community and build that connection. That's awesome. So
0: this is for any one of you. You know, students often connect with an adult on campus and what do they do now that they're not on campus, but they're still, are there still opportunities for them to connect virtually? How do we make sure that students still have that connection with adults? And, and I mean, what should parents do if they notice that their child is like missing that connection there?
1: Well, I think uh, two things. First of all, you're right. Um, we have a whole group of students who um, make it through each and every day for, because they're connected to some of our wonderful teachers who get to check in with the beginning of the period, check out the end of the period. If something's off, the teacher is able to adjust and like get in their, get in their uh, proximity, like, hey, how you doing, what's, what, what's going on, you look different. Now teachers are on a Zoom, they can't really do that connection. Uh, they could see when there's a student on the Zoom that otherwise if they're in the same room, I, I'm gonna check in with that one after, after class can't do that anymore. Like Carol said, we have a number of um, social workers that are on board, our school psychologists who are not doing all the testing work, this body of folks who now have the time to actually connect with students. So when we have teachers on Zooms, we're setting up referral mechanisms within the virtual school community, so that weekly, what are the teachers' concerns that are popping this week for these students? We're gonna get somebody to check in, connect with them. On the other side, when families are home, and they're seeing something different, we really encourage them to reach out to the school. Um, there are access points for school psychologists on our district website. If, if you don't know what to do and you're concerned about behavior or the emotional function of a child, we have a button on the, on the website that will, um, you can make a referral and somebody will call you back immediately. It's called our Social Emotional Supports and it's a button, you hit it on the front page, fill out the referral, someone's gonna call you and say, hey, how's things going? Uh, What can we do to support? How can we connect your child to whatever support may be needed? Um, And it could be, we might need to set up some individual Zoom counseling with a student. Maybe family needs to get on. We can have one of our social workers kind of talk about how difficult things are at home and talk about solutions and and ways that we can um, make the home environment more predictable, consistent, or just lighten the stress somehow, right? Through that kind of clinical interaction with maybe one of our social workers or something like that.
2: Then the other thing I wanted to mention too, and I, I don't think we've talked about this yet, is the daily social-emotional learning time that's um, going to be rolled out at all the um, K-6 through six grade classes, where, where they get a half an hour a day doing social-emotional learning and school connectedness activities. And it's important, we've been rolling out trainings for our staff that specifically teach them how to do relationship-building skills during that period of time. So it gives the students another way to connect with other students, also connect with staff, at the secondary level, we're also uh, rolling out school connectedness activities after school, such as clubs and other other activities that are going to be available for students after school at the secondary level.
0: Okay, just a couple more questions. So parent notice different behavior, and I think Earl, you may have touched on this a little bit, but you know, they notice their student is acting a little differently and this might be something that they might be able to manage at home. So I want you to tell me some things parents can do at home. But of course, if it's beyond that, how they, and you've already mentioned some of the resources that they can do, go on our website and fill out that form and we can get the immediate um, help. What about at home? What are some home ideas?
1: Well, I think that, you know, in the schools and at home, predictability and consistency are always going to lead to less stress and anxiety because students know it's kids in the home. They know it's coming. They know what the day looks like. They know what uh, if I do this. This is how my day is going to go. So really, I, I, I encourage families to you know because we are in this very odd atypical time. Really think about what does the school day look like. Um, is there something that's posted in the house that just kind of talks that some of our younger kids might want to just check off, been there before? Do we have checklists? Do we have, you know, maybe a reinforcement charts, right? To uh, stay focused on task. I don't know. I think that really it's about, I, I think it is about being honest with the fact that it's stressful. I think it's okay to have that conversation with at home with kids. And then what are we going to do? What, what, what are we going to do to help this be go more smoothly so everything from the daily schedule to what are those things that we like that we can do within this shelter-in-place environment let's set those things up let's schedule them let's get the calendar out so kids kind of understand what that what's going on in their environment
2: and can i just chime in really quick too just so parents are, are also aware that um, the behavior team created a great resource that went out to parents in the spring springtime called behavior basics training for parents mm-hmm. And it really, it really goes over a lot of what Earl just covered right now. And so it really helps parents is it gives them a tool where they can look at and it talks about those schedules. It talks about reinforcement charts and all those different things that they can do at home.
0: Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that's in the digital backpack, which is probably already is there, but we will make sure it's there so parents can access that. And lastly, before we go, Carol, I want to ask you, you oversee foster and homeless youth. And I can only just imagine some of the challenges that those students and their families are going through right now, particularly because
3: we're in distance learning. So how can they get the support that they need? So our social emotional team has been um, connecting with our foster and homeless youth since March. So we you know and in addition to the work that's already been done with our with our social emotional team. Starting this school year, we have success kits for these students. So each of the students will receive all of the school supplies they could possibly need for the grade level they're in. We have we are we started today doing a, our third global outreach for foster and homeless students, and it's really a check-in. Hey, how you doing? What do you need? Do you have everything? You are you set to go for the start of the school year? We hired a social worker whose job is to focus on homeless and foster youth, and we're committed to a weekly check-in with um, these students, and some of these students just need a, hey, how you doing? And some of them will need some services and supports from our team. And then lastly, we have our foster and homeless community liaison, who's who's helping our parents um, hook up with resources in the community.
0: All right, well, thank you for sharing that useful information. Um, Thank you to all three of you. And just a reminder to our families out there, school starts next Thursday, August the 27th. We will see you there uh, virtually and take care. Thank you.
3: Thank you
0: This podcast is a production of the Natomas Unified School District. You can find our podcast online in the Apple Store, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and the Natomas Unified School District website at www.natomasunified.org. You can also locate our episodes on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just look for Natomas Unified.